In this episode, we go on a tangent uh, about personality tests, and I think that we connect it to the lie of that I'm not powerful enough, or someone else is more powerful than me, spiritually or not spiritually. But just in case, I wanted to read these scriptures before you dive into the episode so that you know just how powerful you are. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. May you receive that today and know that you are powerful in the Lord Jesus Christ. Four, three, two, one. Welcome to season two, episode four. Wow. I Amazing. know. Amazing. 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 The, the lie that we are going to dismantle today yeah. is a really good one. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've been, been starting with like foundational lies. Yeah. It's kind of weird to say foundational lies, but like lies that if you do not crush these lies and believe the truth yeah. it's like they're foundational meaning like you're gonna have a really hard time being the warrior that christ has called you to be yeah come on so we are on the fourth lie which is i'm not as powerful as other people <laughs> or, or some other variation. let's just laugh at that lie so just kind of teeing that up but uh, before we dive into that yeah um it's it's been kind of funny I've been, uh, I don't say arguing, but I've had some fun conversations about personality tests and it just, it just keeps coming up. Um, and I understand why many people like them. Um, and I'll, I'll just kick off my, my viewpoint before, um, and I, I'm not actually against them. Just, okay. I'm okay. not actually You're against not them. against them, but don't hold back, babe. Don't I'm not I'm not back. going to. I'm okay. not going to. I'm not necessarily against them or it's a sin if you take of them course or anything. Not. You're I'm not going to lose your salvation but, if you do a personality But people test. it's just crazy. Okay, so the thing that I see with personality tests yes. is that people generally put a lot of confidence and a lot of stock in them and they allow these personality tests to shape and mold who they are. Meanwhile, we have a Bible who tells us much more, yeah, much, on. much, much more of who we are, yes. where we're going, where we're seated, all these things about us and who we are in Christ and all these things really, truly our identity. And I just, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that same level of excitement whenever, um, you know, of like essentially... Hold on now. I've heard, though, that the Bible only tells us our identity, where the personality test tells us our personality. Okay. That might be true, but... I don't think that's true. um, I don't think that's true. You think uh, that the Bible... No, no, no. It's just that, like, 
I understand where that's coming, where they're coming from on that. But the reality is, is when you take a personality test, um, you would say, I am, I am a Enneagram dot, dot, dot. four or whatever, five, seven, nine, whatever. And that's an identity statement. That's a I am statement. Um, if it was truly a personality, we say she has a personality disorder. She has a personality. She has a fun personality. So if it truly was a personality, we would say she has an Enneagram too. Um, and I'm not sure if that's like how they promote it, but the way that I always hear it, it's like, I'm a this or I'm a D if you're doing the disc or like I'm a SC or whatever. I don't really know. Like I don't, I haven't really taken a lot of these in a long time because I don't really put a lot of stock into them and I don't really need to know um, my personality. Um, I look to the Bible and it tells me who I am. Whereas personality tests, they tell you where you're at. They're telling you where you currently are. And, and that can be, have some value, but I just see people put way so generally way too much value in what that says compared to, I see the value that they have of, oh, I am a child of God. I'm more than a conqueror. I, the same power that lives in me, raised Christ from the dead. Greater yeah, is the on. one that's in me than the one that's in the world. Like you hear that and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all that. But let's talk about how I'm an Enneagram four and how this is that. And it's like, well, hmm. and I've, our level of I've, excitement, basically what I'm saying is our level of excitement reveals our, like where we're getting our value from. I get a ton of excitement and value out of a personality test. Tell me who I am. Um, and actually it's not really telling you who you are. It's telling you what you're like currently, like where you currently are. The Bible is going to tell you your real identity, who you really are. And so, and where you can go and where you can go in him. It's and so awesome. like, uh, um, I guess to me, it just kind of is frustrating to see people, um, just put a ton of stock in that and less stock and like, and you can take a personality test, but if you know who you are in Christ first as that foundation, take as many tests as you want. But I just like, I see it and I've brought this, I've had these arguments and it's like, Ooh, don't take this from me. Don't take this from me. This is mine. This is my personality test. And there's probably some people they're getting upset right now. listening to this. Like, don't tell me that's not bad. Don't tell me that's bad. Um, like honestly, if that's your immediate reaction, it probably does need to go. <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're getting concerned because somebody's trying to take something away from you or trying to make things more holier, because honestly, all I'm trying to do is elevate the word way above a personality test. Because I think particularly in church circles, which I know uh, the church loves these, um, it's like, what's more valuable, the disc test, the Enneagram, or, you know, the word of God. And, uh, oh, uh, of course, the word of God. Like, okay, well, your actual, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whenever you speak, and I can hear the level of joy and, and excitement because you're talking about Enneagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, cool, you know. Um, I, I, and I know another, like, I mean, because I've kind of had this argument, is like, but it's a tool. It's a really good tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, full armor of God doesn't have tools as one weapon. Uh, everything's defensive and we have one weapon and it's the word of God. 
And that's what we slay enemies with. Um, Enneagram, sure. Spiritually, I guess it could be like a hammer or something, but there's no spiritual hammer. There's a sword. And we defeat enemies with our sword, which is the word of God. And we see that demonstrated by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the desert. is He slays the enemy with the word. He doesn't grab yeah. a tool. He's not like, hey, Satan, um, you know, you and I aren't going to get along because I'm an Enneagram 4 and you're 6. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not what he comes at him with. He's not like, hey, let's work this out. Or I understand that you're like this because you're a 4 and I'm a 6. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do that. No, he fights with the word of God. And, and so, yeah, I get it that it's a tool, but like yet again, like the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God is like, we can use this to even more so for all these things that we would use a tool for in our relationships and our marriages at work, all these things. It's like, um, is there anything that the word of God can't do? I'm like, uh, no, otherwise he would have given us a tool to go along with this hand, go along with the sword, but he didn't. So this seems to be enough. All right. I've been talking for like 20 minutes already, but go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I agree. Um, the one thing that I find is that it can be an, an excuse or a crutch Uh-oh. Uh, for Uh-oh. certain relationships that it's the whole point is oh no no no, it's a tool for relationships (laughs) and i'm like no it's not it's a tool for you to avoid having honest authentic conversations and repenting when you actually didn't do something you should have done instead Mm. you want to use the fact that you're a blank blank whatever the test tells you and then you want to be like well you know our marriage isn't very good because i found out after i got married (laughs) that we were totally opposites on this personality and when you and when you get that essentially you're creating allowance for well I understand the next time we fight, the, the, you know, it's, it's because of the anagram. Right. You know, it, our personalities clash. We're oh, literally yeah. the worst. So I don't yeah. expect us to get along. I don't, you know, think that, you know, we can really like grow and all these things. Yeah, it gives you license to yeah. not change. It gives you license to not repent and actually be unified in Come your on. marriage. Come on. Excuse me. We, we should be walking in the spirit. We have the spirit. Spirit of God that lives inside of us. And and the fruit of the Spirit are things that we should be declaring over ourselves, that we have peace, that we have patience, that we have gentleness. And if you don't have those things, those are the things that you should be pressing in for and walking in the Spirit instead of giving yourself license that you and your spouse, you and your child, you and your mother, whatever the relationship is that you're using... uh, these, well, you know, my coworker, they're like a blank blank on the, you know, Briars Briggs or whatever that is, you know, and now I know why we just never get along. It's and really guess funny. What? It's going to cause you, you to know do. what? I don't really ever hear people like, oh, you know what? Our marriage is so great because we're the perfect combination. Yeah. There's probably some of those out there, but I generally don't hear it. And, and yeah, it's like the personality test gives you a ceiling. It says, hey, you know what? This is um, as high as you can go. It's understandable that you're going to have a lot of friction with that person. Oh, yeah. So just understand, just try to like steer clear of them and don't mm-hmm. push their buttons. And So don't fight for relationships, basically. <laughs> it boils down to um, don't walk in the spirit. Um, don't 
deny the flesh whenever you are fighting with someone of the opposite personality than you like yeah don't just you know don't be selfless <laughs> with that person um rather just realize that you're just not going to ever get along with them and and just Basically, just keep walking past them. I got a few that questions. That doesn't show love. Yeah. I'm just saying that's just yeah. not love. That's not what God does. If that was what God did, he wouldn't have sent Jesus to die for us because he would have realized that us humans are in complete opposite personality than him. Oh, and that, oops. I made them all wrong. Whoops. And, and they're all incompatible yeah, with yeah, each other. Yeah, they're incompatible, wow. one oh, with man. each other and two with me. There's no way <laughs> I'm going to save a bunch of fools like Spe that. Speaking of that. Where where's Jesus's personality? Where where would he be on the enneagram? Well, and he is perfect. Oh, lacking no good thing. Wait a minute. He says that we also can be perfect, lacking no good thing. Hmm. So if we are made in His image and He lives inside of us, if we believe, right? Then well, hey darn diddly darn, we can actually. I'm not bound get, by any. We can actually have unity. Right. With many people, even if they get on our nerves, yeah, we can still absolutely Regardless. love a person. Which reminds me of Paul. Well, first of all, I we are be... supposed to love our enemies, which yeah. tells me if you're there, your enemy, you probably don't really like them in a sense. And we, yet we're supposed to love them, which means that the enemy probably is complete opposition of your personality, clearly. And yet we're supposed to love them. Yeah. And, and Paul, all things to all people. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if I need to be a three. I'll be a three. If I need to be a one, I'll be a one. Right. If I need to be a nine, I'll be a nine. Whatever it is to reach them for the gospel, he'll do. Yeah. And it's like, and like, this is what we're available. Love that. And then, I love that. You know, so it's he like, can be, he can be any answer on the, any personality test. He yeah. basically chooses to be all of everything for right. people, for the gospel, yeah. for glorifying the father in heaven. Mm -hmm. He will choose Basically, he's choosing selflessness. He's choosing love. Yeah. And so we probably have offended many people at this point, um, which is okay. Um, honestly, I feel like all this is truth. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but the reality if you're is if you're offended, this is an opportunity for you to actually look at it objectively because no one's probably ever told you, oh, you know what? Actually, personality tests are kind of a lower truth. That's very low truth. And I'm not saying like you can't get any type of freedom from it or it has, it can help you. Yeah. It can help you like understand people or even understand who you are. But at the end of the day, it's still wildly low compared to the word of God. Yes. It and, is like, a tool. It uh, can be helpful. Yeah. But again, if you're a believer, we have the greater tool. And honestly, I would say if you have received any type of healing, if you can receive healing from, or like some truth or revelation through a personality test, how much more Come on. the word of God, Come on. which is um, like so much higher than a, a test yeah. or that tells you where you're at made by man. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying like, come on. Like, and I think that goes into our lie. The lie is, yes. Are totally. other, are other people more or not? Are they, you believe that other people are more powerful than you. And I think that the lie, uh, these personality tests can actually make us feel this way Inferior, Be because sure. I've actually heard people talk about their spouse, that their particular personality, um, test answer or whatever their 
they're like Enneagram one or something. I don't know, but I've heard them say it in the light of where it's like negative actually, where it's like, well, well, you know, they're just like, they're always like an arguing or they, they have like a, um, sort of foreboding spirit, you know, that's there. And it's like, is there anything good you have to say about them? But I guess I would say is that when we think that someone else is more powerful, it sounds like even the personality tests have this sort of hierarchy where some of the uh, personalities are almost like seen as higher. They're seen as like more powerful personality than say another one. And I've heard it in conversation. Yeah. And so this idea that someone else is more, although I'm sure they will are, or I can already hear the, oh, the argument. Yes. Like all of them have something. They good. have pluses and minuses. Okay. Yeah. Minuses. I'm sure they do. But I also <laughs> think that we could agree if we could actually open our eyes, I think we all could agree that some personalities seem to be more powerful and we believe that. We really do believe it. And I would say that these sort of tools aren't very helpful for us actually viewing ourselves and our and our fellow yeah. um, humans um, with a correct God God filled lens, God lens, a God lens, right? Because if we're looking through God's lens, he does not see me or Daniel more powerful than you guys. He doesn't see us that way. The only difference is that when we, we might think of someone more powerful because that person might actually believe at a higher level, but it never but they are never more powerful. They just might believe they are because who lives inside of us? Jesus, Holy Spirit. And and that power is greater than any other power. There's nothing else that's greater Mm. than the power of God. And if that power lives inside of you, that means that we're all at the same level, which is Jesus. And I think a lot of this just comes down to labels. Is that it's just it's just more labels, more labels. And we have a saying in our house is that any title other than son or daughter is a step down. So if I want to say I'm an Enneagram for a super wild step down, even if we want to talk about the fivefold ministry, you know, oh, I'm a prophet. That's a pretty, pretty still a pretty steep step down from son or daughter. Big step down, in my opinion. And so I think, again, even with the labels, it's like, oh, well, this person's a really big deal, you know, um, because they're a prophet. They're an apostle. They're this. They're that. And you know, again, we get into this hierarchy and, and yeah, I mean, honestly, Jesus, again, he modeled all of these for us and he's in us. So again, we just use these labels to end up restricting us. And you see it a lot, a lot of times where it's like, oh, well, I'm the evangelist. So I don't, I can't really pastor anybody. You know, I'm not, I'm not the teacher. I just get people saved. And then I hand them off to the teachers and the pastors. And it's like, eh, I, you're, I got you that you definitely have a gifting um, and you're more skilled in one area for sure. But to say like, I just don't operate. That's not my, that's not my, uh, um, like that's not my department. It's like you're at Home Depot and it's like, I, I wish I could help you. I would help you, but I'm not, this is my department. I'm not in plumbing. And it's like, that's kind of what you get <laughs> or like the vibe you get like within the church is like, well, I'm really more of a teacher. So, um, sorry, I, I I can't really do anything with prophecy because that's not what I do. And, and again, it's like, I don't really think that that's what Christ died for is for us to have 
uh, put on a label. And you know, I think that's like one of the biggest things that, you know, makes you feel powerless is, is comparing and competing <laughs> and you're trying to be someone else and you're trying to climb the chain and, and climb up the ladder within the church hierarchy, which shouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah. But the reality it is, it is there. It's and like so I don't, tower of Babel. yeah. And I don't feel important until I have a nice title and yeah. other people value me. Well, you know what? Somebody ripped open the heavens and said, this is my son in whom I'm well-pleased. And that son lives in you. And so he's well-pleased with you. And whenever we start going after getting value and and trying to people-please, man, you're not going to feel good. Even if you reach the top, it's going to be unfulfilling because you don't know the real truth. And the real truth is, is he already is pleased. Um, And that's the height of religion. We've probably said it like a lot of times already, but religion and the devil always make you pay for something you already have. You already have value. You already have anointing. You already have power. You don't have to go outside of yourself to get it. You need to open up and become aware of the Jesus inside of you, and you'll get all the power, all the anointing, all the wisdom, all the understanding you could ever desire. It's all inside of you. Yeah. Just got to believe it. Also, it's kind of crazy if you think about it, where it's like I was going to Best Buy to purchase a TV mm-hmm. and I purchased it. And then as soon as I got my receipt, they said, okay, and that will be, you know, $230 if I just paid for it. Yeah, that would be $230. And that's what the enemy you're saying does, where in yeah. religion does, where it has you pay for something. You already have. I think, it's even, I think it's even further. The enemy would come into our house and be like, hey, that's a pretty nice TV. Um, yeah, uh, that'll be $300. I was like, I already paid for that. It's literally in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I need $300. I know, but I, and then and you like, give it to him. You're like, okay, just leave me alone. $300, yeah. here you go. Right. All right, I'm glad we got rid of that. And yeah. then he's like, then nice couch. Again. <laughs> nice couch. Again. Nice couch. And it's just on, on and on and on. And on. And Always on. Taking, from what, taking from you, taking from you, asking you to pay for things you have already have. And Man, we've been given thank you, every... Lord, that you have given us all spiritual blessings. In the heavenly realms, yes. And anything you don't ask, or anything you don't have, excuse me, he says ask. Yeah. And if that wasn't enough... Just could, ask. Could have asked for more. Just ask. So I'm not really sure if we <laughs> tackled the lie or not. Uh, I don't know if we did, but I would like to encourage you to um, know what God says about you. And he says that, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that he loves you so much that Jesus will come and die for you. While you were still sinning, while you were still a sinner, he died for you and for me. But because of God's immeasurable love and his grace, uh, we have the wonderful honor and opportunity to receive Christ and what he's done for us today. Or maybe you already have and bless the Lord if you had have. And just, we just pray that you re- yeah. remember who you are. We just pray that you remember what Christ has done for you. And we just pray just comparison and competing with other people just falls to the ground. Yes. That's not something we do anymore. We repent, Lord, for comparing ourselves to other people. And we thank you that you've given us a unique personal path that you have for each of our lives. Yes. And it is good. 
you created us? And he said, it's very good. This is very good. And so we just thank you, Lord, that you delight in us. Yes. And we delight in you, and you give us the desires of our hearts. And when we delight in you, our desires are your desires. Um, and so we just thank you for who you are. We just thank you that you have made us powerful, that you have anointed us, that you have given us the same power that was in Jesus. So we're all wildly, incredibly powerful. So I just pray for just a just an awareness this week, Lord, a, a supernatural awareness that, man, I'm powerful, that each person would have a, an opportunity or a moment this week where they step into something so that I'm powerful enough to do that. God made me amazing, and I can do this. You know, I killed the lion, I killed the bear, I can kill that, my, that giant in front of me too. Yes. I Yes, same power, same power. And that's just David, but and same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. So we thank you, Lord. It's a wonderful thing that you have done. We thank you for making us powerful. We thank you for anointing us with so much of you and your power to just preach the good news, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, heal the lepers, all of it, Lord. We thank you. We praise your mighty name. You're wonderful, and we love you. Amen. Amen. And as always, let's put God first.